listening to the voice of freedom, Lee Elsie on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, everybody, 19 before the top of the hour. Coming up at uh, 8.05, Bob Stefanowski. We'll talk to uh, May Mailman from the Independent Women's Forum at 8.35. Rick Costa from the day. Uh, our pal Leo, Coach Leo, will be in here in no time flat as well. United States Senate candidate Peter Lamage is joining me right now. Peter, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Good Friday. You too, my friend. I hope you have a great uh, weekend wherever you might go. But I appreciate you coming on on a special day. And listen, we haven't talked in a month or so. So tell me, give me a little uh, little rundown on how the campaign is going. Um, it's going very well, actually. We have been all over the state going to RTCs, meeting with people. Uh, the reception is great. Um, they love the story that uh, when I share it with them that the American dream is still alive. Um, I point out that, look, I came to the United States as a refugee. My family and I, uh, we were able to learn English, go to college, uh, have our own businesses. We're living the American dream. And all we have to do is just make sure that we try to bring the government within the confines of the Constitution. And as long as we bring the, uh, the government within the confines of the Constitution again, we can reestablish republicanism. And uh, I don't know who said it uh, a while back when uh, when he said that uh, when the government continually revisits uh, what's, uh, what your rights are, it becomes clear that uh, they believe that those rights are arbitrary and determined uh, by their favor. The government was never meant to be that way. The government is supposed to be or intended to be uh, the, the steward of the rights, not the power from which the rights floor come. So we're going to have to have that debate, which is mostly ideological, because we have lost a complete uh, separation of powers, if you will. The Tenth Amendment no longer means anything in the United States, and we are being ruled by judicial decisions and executive orders and mandates. And that is where the war is going to, uh, to take place at the United States Senate. Uh, I believe that the United States Senate is the final battleground to push back a militant socialist agenda that is coming to the United States. It is the last place where Americans can go for checks and balances to uh, shape the mandate of the president by uh, consenting and advising on uh, president's Supreme Court nominations, the cabinet-level positions, the treaties, the Federal Reserve, the foreign policy. So this is a very, very significant election for not only for our state, but for, for the United States of America. That's where we're going to redefine or uh, um, reestablish constitutionalism one more time in the United States, and we need it desperately. You know, uh, Pete, uh, we were just having this conversation. I had, uh, prior to you, I had uh, congressional candidate Mike France on, and we were talking about the similar subject that you just brought up. And, you know, it, it's almost, you don't feel it as it is day in and day out. Like the average person out there who's listening to us right now probably doesn't realize day to day that their their liberties are being eroded, right? So you got to look at it, you know, over a period, a block of time. But when you do that, when you look at it over a block of time, there's no question that we are less free today than we were 20 years ago. And it's getting worse every day. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And uh, look, this is piecemeal. You look at just what's happening right now with inflation, for example. You look at the inflation is nothing else but is designed by the government to prevent you and I from creating wealth and equity, which is a God-given right. They do that with the currency depreciation. They do that with the price discovery. They do that, and every time that there is uh, inflation in our country, 
the only entity that makes money out of it is the government by taxing you and I more with the uh, things that we buy. So every single day, there is something out that is somehow intruding in our rights and limiting our rights in, in, a, in a greater scale. And I think Americans are realizing that. And that's why everywhere we go, we see a lot of participation. People who never would come to an, a Republican town committee, they are coming in. They are asking questions. They are being informed. And I think we have an opportunity as Republicans to uh, uh, change our state and hopefully be able to make a difference in our nation as well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, too. And, and Pete, we're talking with Peter Lamage, United States Senate candidate. I, again, I don't want to echo too much of what me and Mike were talking about. But Pete, me and Mike were talking about the same thing, which is I feel, and I've been doing this for a long time, I, I'm a skeptic. I'm somebody who always looks at the uh, you know that glass as being half empty. That's just the way I am. But uh, you know, here we are in 2022, and I see, I, I feel the, the literally the winds of change politically coming to the, certainly this state and the country. People are are finally, I think, beginning to see that forest for the trees. They get they get this. This this is not. We're, what we're going through right now are not good times, and and we're getting closer to the edge of oblivion. It's it, people can see it now, and I really think that twenty twenty two has the opportunity to have a real real shift of power, and the Republicans can actually gain a, not only a lot of seats down in Washington, but a lot of seats here in the state of Connecticut as well. Well, if we go back to the Reagan years, and uh, if we follow that model that uh, Reagan established for us. When you look at the economy under Reagan, we had a strong growing economy. We had sound currency. We had appreciating you know, value of the dollar. We had a high rate of employment. The deficit was low. Uh, the power and the strength of the United States was pretty much respected. And when he said that I would rather be feared than respected in the, in the international stage, the problem that I see right now, we're neither feared nor respected. And we're going to have to reestablish that. And if we go back to those models and follow that, I think that the Republican Party has an opportunity this year. And when I tell people that this is ours to lose, I mean it. It is ours to lose because the Republicans out there, the base is energized. And you have commonsensical Democrats who are fed up with the failed liberal policies in our state. You have the independent and unaffiliated voters who were disenchanted with the Republican Party in the past. And they are coming back. All we have to do is just make sure that the uh, uh, can, the the, the, the uh, candidates that we get uh, and endorse at the convention, they have the character, the fortitude, and the backbone to fight for Republican principles. Uh, I tell people that there is an expression or a saying in the Bible that is repeated 365 times, and it says, be not afraid. As Republicans, we have no reasons to be afraid to fight for what we believe in. We are on the right side of things. We are fighting for liberty. We're fighting for limited government. There are two things that I hate in life, and it's tyranny and poverty. And both of them can be defeated through liberty or by promoting liberty. So as Republicans, we should not be afraid to stand up and fight for the principles and make a clear demarcation or a clear separation between what the Democrats and the liberals stand for, which is uh, command and control and government dependency, and what the Republicans stand for, which is promoting liberty, promoting prosperity, promoting equality based on marriage. These are things that we're going to have to fight fearlessly for. And if, if, uh, if we don't do it, we, we jeopardize losing again. Because uh, if we have center-left Republicans who just want to be a little better than the Democrats, 
I don't think we're going to energize the voters to get out there and um, give us a chance to resolve the challenges that we're facing. So you're running, uh, again, for the Republican nomination for United States Senate, just so we can you know, throw that out there. Do you feel like the people that you are running against are much more either moderate slash left of center Republicans, all of them? Um. Look, uh, I mean, you're clearly the most conservative of the people running, right? So I am a fearless conservative. I'm a constitutionalist, and yeah. I fearlessly maintained this position uh, since I got involved in politics, and I, I'll maintain it to the, to the day I die because I believe that constitutionalism, the founding documents of this country, if we embrace them fearlessly and implement them cheerfully, that will benefit every American, regardless of their political affiliation. Now, the other, um, you know, competitors that I have out there, my story has become so uh, fascinating, I would say, that uh, by default they are claiming to be refugees as well. Uh, Look, when you have a refugee like me who has seen the movie of socialism and tells people that I don't like the ending of that movie, you know, that makes sense because I have seen liberal policies failing nations. I've seen that evil ideology destroy peoples and destroy countries. We have no reasons to embrace that. We have, the, we have plenty of reasons to defend what America stands for. A conservative means that he was willing, he's willing or she's willing to preserve and conserve what's good about the country. And what's good about the country is the greatness of America, is the founding documents of this country, is the Republican principles. And we have no reason, absolutely no reasons to run away from those principles. Peter Lamage is uh, my guest. Pete, you want to take a call or two real quick from some of the folks out there who may or may not vote for you? Absolutely. I have no problem with that. <laughs> All right. Walter and Norwich, you got to go quick, Walter, because we don't have okay. a lot of time, buddy. Go. Hi, hi, hi Lee. Hi, Good luck, Pete. Good, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, um, I'll tell you what you're both saying, of course, is true. We're losing our democracy, and, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, as the Constitution starts off, you know, we're the government by the people, for the people. But we don't practice that. I'll give you a good example here in Norwich. We, have a, we pay a city manager to run our city. Why? We don't want to participate in our government. You know, if we, people, I, I know you're making me quick, and i got a dozen things to say, Lee. Sorry, buddy. You know, the, the thing is, you know, when we look at a mayor form of government, people say, you know, we, first of all, we had a city manager, at, I, I mean, um, uh, a council president. We changed the name to it because the mayor was more recognized up in Hartford than the city manager was. If we don't have a mayor form of government. You know, we, 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 we have a mayor in name only, but we don't have the commissioners in a mayor form of government to go along with it. Right. But, but my main purpose, argument is we, we're going down the tubes because people do not want to participate in government, and they'd rather pay somebody like a city manager yeah. and let him make all the decisions. Well, let me ask Pete that question. Pete, you opened this up today by saying you felt like more people are coming out to town hall meetings or town meetings or city council meetings or whatever. You feel like that's happening right now? Uh, yes, it is, actually. I've been seeing that whether I went to Wilton last night or all the way up to Northeast. There is a lot of energy out there. What people are looking for, they're looking for a candidate who is willing to tell them the truth, stand in front of them, and point out, What's wrong uh, with the failed policies that are being implemented in Hartford and Washington? 
You know, um, tell you one thing, the greatest threat to our liberty right now is coming from within the house of freedom. And what I mean by that is that the elected officials that we send to Hartford or Washington, D.C., the moment they get there, they completely disregard the voters, and they do whatever they can to make sure that they get elected and reelected. Now, we elected them to go there and fight for, for us. The founding fathers never wanted us to have career politicians. They have become career politicians. And what we should introduce, if I'm lucky enough to get your vote and go to Washington, I would be the first one to introduce term limits. Nobody should serve there forever because there is a complete disconnect between Washington and the voters in our state or other states. Uh, so those are things that uh, I think that a uh, candidate who will get the endorsement of the convention and become uh, the, the next U.S. senator should take into consideration that you serve a certain amount of time and you go back to the private sector and make that connection again with the ordinary folks out there who are, you know, who are suffering right now, who are enduring a lot of uh, you know, problems because of the policies and uh, the laws that they enacted. Walter, sorry, buddy, we got to let you go, but uh, we love you, and thanks for calling in. We appreciate you, as always, and uh, have a great weekend, but have a great Easter. Uh, Pete, we're going to run out of time here. Uh, Where do people go to find out more about you? Well, it's PeterLumage.com. That's the website. Uh, Last name is L-U-M-H-A, so it's Peter Lumage. It's one word, PeterLumage.com. And I would love, uh, especially the second congressional district. I love that district, and I hope they stick with me at the convention. So, are you going to be anywhere this weekend? I've got some. A lot of people are emailing me right now. They want they want to know if you're going to be out and about. So they'd like to you know hear you speak or see you see you give a talk or something. You're going to be anywhere close by this weekend or no? Um, I'm spending time with my family. My kids came from uh, Washington D.C. They attend the Catholic University, and they are back for uh, they came back for Easter. So I'm going to spend some time with them. But starting Monday, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be on the second uh, congressional district a couple of times. I'll uh, post it on my social media, and I would love to meet with them. All right, my friend. Thank you. Have a great one, and have a happy Easter, all right? Thank you. You too, sir. Thank all right. you for having you, me. You have a good one. Peter Lamage, there you, uh, there you have it. Again, the United States Senate candidate uh, joining us, and uh, we chat with him every once in a while, so we appreciate him giving us a shout today.